Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiment, where we get to discuss words. Yes, words, because apparently those are now signs of uh, being an extremist. Words. Yeah, uh, we've reached 1984. Actually, we're well past 1984. We're at the point where uh, the dude's just walking down the street waiting for the uh, inevitable <clears throat> end to come his way, if you've ever read the book. So yeah, the first story to start out with, and you can find all of these at the collapseexperiment.com. FBI flags these words to ID incels and racial violent extremists. Yes, words. So yeah, what are these words? Well, let's see here. Come on, there's got to be a list. I know there's a list. Dude, where's the list? What the heck? Oh, okay. Flag terms include red-pilled, first popularized by the 1999 film The Matrix. No, not really. It was definitely a scene in the movie, but the whole term thing that really came about, what, like just before 2020? When people started using it for political purposes as opposed to philosophy. Uh, based. Based. It's one of those words I don't use because I'm too old. Yes, based will probably get you locked up. Looks maxing? I have never heard this term before. Looks maxing. And the names Chad and Stacy. I feel sorry for anybody out there named Chad right now. <clears throat> FBI also flags phrases that include it's over and just be first. I wonder if they're also going to do the whole Nike uh, just do it. Is that going to be on there? Because, uh, you know, that could have negative connotations too. Heaven forbid anybody actually do something. So, yeah, uh... Another tweet from the Watchdog Project says, using the terms like looks maxing. What the hell is looks maxing? I have no idea. So, yeah, um, FBI documents show several words that the average person probably would associate with racist or white supremacist individuals or groups such as alt-right. Well, I guess Michael Malice is going to be on a list. Zionist occupied government. Okay, some of these terms seem a little more legit and not just uh, throwing shit at the wall. Blood and soil. That's just, uh, they're, I guess they're looking at going to like gay clubs or something. And the great replacement theory. Well, aren't they trying to replace us? I'm just pointing out the obvious. You have massive illegal immigration and um, dipshits are now running Bud Light. Because if a man was in that place, you would not have the stupid ads going on right now. It'd still be a multi, multi, what was it, like $150 billion in worth? <laughs> that would not be happening. Uh, according to the FBI glossary, Based means someone has been converted to racist ideology. I had no idea that's what that word meant. I'm so glad I have the FBI to teach me these things. No, I don't think they have that right either. Red-pilled or being red-pilled means someone is accepting racist, anti-Semitic, or fascist beliefs, according to the FBI. 
we used to have these things called dictionaries where there'd be an established definition for a term and you just flip it open and go, what does this word mean exactly? I'm pretty sure that would not be in there for red pill. Do you remember Neo being a racist? Were all the agents black? They wore black, but were they black? I don't rem- I don't recall that. Wasn't wasn't his leader a black man? Uh, I don't think they saw the movie. The same term has a different meaning for involuntary celibate individuals, according to the FBI. For members of this group, red pill means society is corrupt and they are victims of the corrupt of the corruption. A black pill is a term meaning that the corrupt society can only be changed through massive societal restructuring, often including violence. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, so they're just making these up to keep their jobs? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, oh, looks maxing. Let's, let's see what that means, because I have never heard that term before. Indicates intent to become more attractive. Uh, the FBI says, while the phrase, just be first, is jargon among incels for targeting minors for sex. I've never heard that term either, just be first. Well, as they said in uh, <laughs> Chasing Amy, everybody wants to be Marco Polo. <laughs> Looks maxing indicates... An intent to become more attractive. So if you want to be more attractive, you're a threat. This is fascinating. <clears throat> this is a term. Th- this is what they say the term means. And this is what they're looking for to find terrorists and radicals. People who want to be more attractive. Okay, so yes, this is more... Uh, I don't know if this is really trolling on the part of the FBI, but I have to believe that this is real. Uh, these are leaked documents that show these um, terms that they're flagging online. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I don't know what my tax dollars are going towards. Defund the FBI. Uh, U.S. is spying on Zelensky. Let's move on to the other leaked documents, shall we? Because uh, this ends up being a bigger and bigger story as the days go on. Because while they were trying to push the idea of like, Oh, these are fake. This is Russian propaganda. Find that asshole right now is uh, what's really happening in the background, as we will find out from this series of articles I found, and each one is different in their own way. Yes, U.S. is spying on Zelensky. Here's what's known so far from the leaked intelligence files. This is through Zero Hedge. The highly classified Pentagon documents, which were leaked online in recent weeks, but which began being confirmed and reported as authentic by the New York Times and others, only in the past few days, contain some embarrassing revelations. This has sent the DOJ and U.S. intelligence officials scrambling to discover the source of the leaks. CNN is confirming Monday, based on one of the documents which appeared online, that the U.S. has been spying on Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, a disclosure which has caused officials in Kyiv to be deeply frustrated because they thought that uh, they were receiving the handjobs. One document reveals... 
The U.S. has been spying on Zelensky, CNN reports. That is unsurprising, said the source close to Zelensky, but the Ukrainian officials are deeply frustrated about the leak. The only thing that is leaking is our peepees in our pants. Uh, the U.S. intelligence documents suggest that American officials have been worried about possible Zelensky decision-making to strike deep into Russian territory, which would escalate the war and potentially bring Russian and NATO into direct clashes, which they're planning on anyways. They just want to do it on their timing. <clears throat> An additional possibility is that the U.S. intelligence community might be monitoring the Ukrainian president's office as part of efforts to oversee and account for how the tens of billions in aid sent to Kiev is being utilized in, instead of stolen, which it has been. Uh, the Washington Post details that many of the documents seem, seem to have been prepared over the winter for General Mark Milley. Why do these same names keep coming up when it comes to a cluster bleep of issues in this administration mark milley's name keeps coming up does he not know how to run his office or is he just an incompetent fool like the rest of them i think it's a little of both chairman of the joint chiefs of staff and other senior military officials but they were available to other u.s personnel and contract employees with their requisite security clearances oh contract employees can get their hands on top secret, confidential, sensitive information. Yeah, that's not an issue. Here are 14 major revelations contained within the leaked intel document trove based on various media sources. <laughs> this is a good list. I'm going to read these and then move on to the next article. Locations of CIA recruitment efforts based on human agents, which have access to closed-door conversations of world leaders. That was leaked. Russia's Wagner Group tried to obtain weapons from a NATO member, Turkey. Also, some of the intel future plans of Wagner are apparently known to U.S. intelligence. Okay, that's good. Since they're doing the majority of the fighting, that's good to leak out. Details of sensitive satellite technology used to track Russian forces, namely the Lapis Time Series video described as an advanced satellite system, which up until now has been a closely guarded secret. Oops. <clears throat> the level of incompetence just keeps growing here. And I'm only, that's, that's the third one. There's 14 of these that have been discovered. Ukraine battlefield assessments prepared by the Pentagon. The Guardian. One site suggests that a small contingent of less than 100 special operations personnel from NATO members France, America, Britain, and Latvia are already active in Ukraine. Okay, let me repeat that. Less than 100 special operations personnel, so special forces, advisors, uh, it, could be, it could mean a few different things here. <clears throat> but we have NATO members from France, America, Britain, and Latvia already in Ukraine fighting the Russians. But we're not involved yet. Descriptions of intelligence collection activities by the CIA, NSA, and Defense Intelligence Agency, Law Enforcement Agencies, and National Reconnaissance Office. 
one February 23rd review of the battlefield situation in Ukraine's Donbass forecasts a grinding campaign of attrition by Russia that is likely heading towards a stalemate, thwarting Moscow's goal to capture the entire region by 2023. Washington Post. The U.S. intelligence community has penetrated the Russian military and its commanders so deeply that it can warn Ukraine in advance of attacks and reliably assess the strengths and weaknesses of Russian forces. Yeah, because Russia is not looking for those people right now. Washington Post. A single page in the leaked trove reveals that the U.S. intelligence community knew the Russian Ministry of Defense had transmitted plans to strike Ukraine troop positions in two locations on certain date in February that Russian military planners were planning, preparing strikes on a dozen energy facilities and an equal number of bridges in Ukraine. Washington Post, a summary of analysis from the CIA's World Intelligence Review, a daily publication for senior policymakers say that Beijing is likely to view attacks by Ukraine deep inside Russia territory as an opportunity to cast NATO as the aggressor and that China would increase its support to Russia if it felt the attacks were significant. Yeah, <clears throat> they still like to pretend China's not helping Russia at this point. China can do whatever the hell they want. It's, it's just a fact. Ukraine's robust Soviet-era air defense defenses, which have thus far minimized the participation of Russian aircraft, would run out of ammunition in the next several weeks, which is hilarious because uh, we just had a report here in the United States that if Taiwan was invaded, between us giving arms to Ukraine and us defending Taiwan, we have enough missiles to last about a week. One week. That's it. Like, we'd have to start mass producing the things and shipping. We have a week's worth of uh, material to actually fight a war at this point. A purported CIA intelligence update claims Israel's Mossad supported protests against Prime Minister Netanyahu's Supreme Court reform scheme. Hmm. So Mossad is uh, undergoing their own overthrow of, uh, yeah, okay. One report says internal discussions show that South Korean officials are wary of requests to hand over artillery shells to the United States to replenish American stockpiles out of concern they'd end up in Ukraine. So our allies are not giving us anything because we might just ship it to Ukraine. They're not wrong. They're not. They're better off just keeping it for themselves. Another report says that Ukrainian air defense is in peril if it's not reinforced by Western allies. What happened to the ghost of Kiev? Where did, what happened to that guy? Hmm. So yeah, uh, we're spying on Zelensky. No surprise there. And um, let's see here. DOJ races to find the source of leaked Pentagon documents. <clears throat> this is another article. The U.S. government is scrambling to identify who's been publicly posting a growing trove of classified military and intelligence documents. Sources in and out of governments tell Reuters that initial hunches center on the possibility it was leaked by an American. What? No way! 
We have referred this matter to the Department of Justice, which has opened a criminal investigation, Department of Defense Press Secretary Sabrina Singh. Singh said Sunday. NBC News reports that most of the documents that studied appear to be briefing slides prepared by the U.S. military's joint staff and referred to information gleaned from an array of U.S. intelligence agencies. But keep in mind the the number of people they said that had access to this, including uh, contractors with certain verify. Yeah, that that part bugs me. <clears throat> contractors could get, get their hands on this stuff. And what is a contractor? Well, it's an independent agent which relies on being paid by somebody else to do the work that government officials should probably be doing. And yet that's not the case. So if you're a contractor and the Pentagon is paying you X amount of dollars to do contracting work and then somebody else comes along and says, we will triple that if you just uh, snap some photos of certain documents... Well, you're a contractor. Why would you turn that down? Loyalty? You're a contractor. Your job is to make money for yourself. You don't give a shit who the money comes from. The first batches of maps and documents pertain to war in Ukraine. On Friday, a new collection of hit public view. A new collection hit public view. This time relating not only to Ukraine, but also China, Africa, and the Middle East. Among other things, Friday's documents suggested Ukraine's robust Soviet air, air defenses, which have thus far minimized the participation of Russian aircraft, would run out of ammunition in the next several weeks. And they don't really have a summary of what else is covered. Another document, a purported CIA intelligence update, claims Israel's Mossad supported, yes, we already read that, in an embarrassment to Washington, the documents reflect United States spying not only on Israel, oh, uh, but ally South Korea. Why are we spying on our allies? Are we allies or not? Do we just not trust anybody anymore? Well, if you don't trust anybody, maybe perhaps you should be looking at your own administration because they suck balls. One report says internal discussions show that South Korean officials are wary of requests to hand over artillery shells to the United States. Yeah, because that might go to Ukraine. The expanded breadth of subject matter has many suggesting a U.S. source is responsible. Yeah, perhaps it's one of them people who just uh, says this is all a really bad freaking idea. <laughs> the focus now is that this... Uh, I, <clears throat> the focus now is on this being a U.S. leak, as many of the documents were only in U.S. hands. Former Pentagon official Michael Mulroy told Reuters, as opposed to an electronic download, it appears most of these documents were in the form of photographs of paper documents. As many of these were pictures of documents, it appears that it was a deliberate leak done by someone that wished to damage the Ukraine, U.S., and NATO efforts. Hmm. I wonder, are janitors contractors? Because who has access to those offices? Hmm. 
Uh, as many of these were pictures of document, many documents such as those assessing the state of Russian military forces cite electronic eavesdropping. These disclosures could help the targets of American spy patch holes in their security. While the classified documents began appearing on March on a Discord and 4chan sites, it was only on Friday that the New York Times broke the story. The mass compromise of security is considered the most significant to hit the U.S. government since... WikiLeaks. And here's the thing I'd like to point out. If WikiLeaks was still a thing, if Julian Assange wasn't being uh, in prison, which he's he's been imprisoned. Come on. The guy has been in prison for over a decade now, I believe. Um, perhaps this would have gone to WikiLeaks instead of several other websites and you'd be able to have those documents in one place and possibly control the the leak. I don't know. <clears throat> I just think it's funny that the more doors that they close, the more options seem to open for stuff like this to go on to. Uh, since WikiLeaks published more than 700,000 documents and videos downloaded by U.S. Army Private Bradley Manning. <gasps> Are they dead naming Bradley? Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was Chelsea. I thought it was Chelsea Manning. Come on. So, yeah, uh, Bradley Manning. <clears throat> yeah, when they're not on your side, but they're still trans, you can do that, I guess. Okay. And we've got, I believe there is still one more. One more. There's one more. Escobar, the Pentagon Leak Charade. Uh, and, yeah, there's two more articles on this subject because it just keeps getting worse and worse. <clears throat> the leaked intel might be advantageous to Russia. Were, it, were this not to be misdirection, the possibility is quite real. The script reads like a spoof straight out of the legendary Mad Magazine 1960s cartoon Spy vs. Spy. Secret Pentagon documents fall in the hands of malign Russia. Well, actually in the hands of millions accessing Twitter and Telegram. Uh... The inestimable Ray McGovern, <clears throat> who knows one or two things about the CIA, noted that whether the Pentagon is falsifying kill ratio to gild Easter lilies in Kiev, uh, recent leaks of an apparently official NATO document shows 71,500 Ukrainians killed in action, only 16,000 to 17,000 Russians. A far cry from the earlier Pentagon estimates all sounds so Vietnam deja vu. Yeah, uh, the Pentagon is definitely trying to give a lap dance to Americans, and uh, we just don't like that skanky hoe. In the spin speak, that would be an attempt to spread false information that could harm the U.S., uh, what is that regarding? Uh, as it stands, the only certainty is that the spin war has gone berserk, so the leaker may have been a disgruntled U.S. insider. No, wait, the whole thing may be fake, as the Pentagon insists. Yeah, it keeps, it's going into how they keep changing the story. This, these are all fake documents. Russia's making this up and posting it on the internet. We need to find the leaker. Oh my God, this is all true. No, that part is not true. <laughs> <laughs> stupefying incompetence the undis undisputable conclusion out of the real or fake pentagon leaks is that the u.s is in a state of war against russia 
and that is serious enough. Yes, whether or not Congress has declared it, we're at war with Russia. This is a reality. We need to come to a serious reality check here with this. Anything Pentagon NATO stenographers say about Kiev playing the proverbial decisive role in planning and ex executing these strikes is a lie. I'm assuming this has to do with missile strikes, which we already know. The Pentagon and the CIA are giving them the coordinates to hit certain things. They just press the button. <clears throat> kind of like what they do with all these weird mass shooters lately. Fake or not fake, we also have confirmation that the Pentagon has direct access to communications of the Russian Ministry of Defense. That didn't come up earlier. That should have been in that 14, 15 point now, uh, things of interesting information. Have also confirmation that the Pentagon has direct access to communications of the Russian Ministry of Defense. <clears throat> Holy poop balls, Batman. The Russian non-response response to all of this hoopla could be seen as a classic of misdirection. So, <laughs> a do-or-die war to control Eurasia. Once again, the most important consequences of the Pentagon leaks is to establish that the U.S. de facto and de jure is at war against Russia. Whatever may be the spin by the Norwegian piece of dead wood in Brussels. I wonder who they are referring to. So, yeah. Um, this is uh, definitely... I might have to go back and actually read that whole thing. Because uh, that was pretty interesting what they were getting into. U.S. officials review intel sharing after damaging leak. Yeah. Washington. This is through Reuters. Routers. Routers? I, why they can't come up with a better name, I don't know. U.S. national security agencies are reviewing how they share their most sensitive secrets inside the U.S. government. Because they didn't think of that before. And dealing with the diplomatic fallout from the release of dozens of confidential documents, three U.S. officials said investigators are also working to determine what group what persons or group might have had ability and motivation to release the intelligence reports, said one of the officials. The leaks could be the most damaging release of the U.S. government information since the 1913 publication of thousands of documents on WikiLeaks. Reuters has reviewed more than 50 of the documents labeled secret and top secret. They just let that stuff lie around in the Pentagon all the time. It's no big deal. That first appeared on social media sites in March and purportedly revealed details of Ukrainian military vulnerabilities and information about allies including Israel, South Korea, and Turkey. <clears throat> Reuters has not independently verified the document's authenticity. U.S. officials have said some documents giving battlefield casualty estimates from Ukraine appear to have been altered. Bullshit! to understate Russian losses. Some of the most sensitive information is purportedly related to Ukraine's military capabilities and shortcomings. The Department of Justice has opened a criminal investigation into the disclosure of the documents. One U.S. official speaking on the condition of anonymity said the Pentagon has taken the 
opportunity to look at how widely some intelligence is shared internally and making sure that people who do not need it no longer have access to it. Who are these people and why are they running things? Seriously, uh, this is this is a complete joke. This is our military right now. <laughs> uh, wasn't wasn't one of these assholes like being questioned about reading white fragility while he's running our military? Like this is the incompetence that comes from these jerk offs running this stuff. Okay. So let's see here. We've got a former Green Beret Oath Keeper sentence in federal weapons case. I do believe this is J6 related. Jeremy Brown, a self-described Oath Keeper member and lauded 20-year special Army Special Forces soldier. 20 years. <clears throat> Was sentenced on Friday in Tampa to more than seven years in federal prison on weapons charges related to a Federal investigation into his alleged involvement in the J6 riot in the U.S. Capitol. I wonder weapons charges. A 48-year-old Brown was found guilty in December by a federal jury on six to eight counts related to possessing illegally registered guns, explosives, and a classified Defense Department document. <gasps> Did we find our leaker? I doubt it. No. Brown is one of more than 950 people who have been charged in connection with the attack on the U.S. Capitol, blah, blah, blah. However, J6 was never mentioned during his six-day trial last year. Despite the fact that it was his arrest on accusations of transporting near the U.S. Capitol and engaging in disorderly conduct, both federal misdemeanors that led to the federal trial in Tampa. So wait a minute. His arrest on accusations of transporting near, how, how near the U.S. Capitol? I, I don't know, like, was he in D.C. and had alleged weapons? I don't know. Brown was arrested at his Tampa home uh, 2021 on the charges of tr trespassing at the Capitol. But during a search of his RV parked on the premise of his home, uh, on his home law, home lawn, it's got to be lawn, that same day, enforcement officials said they found two military grenades, two illegal guns, two illegal guns, and the national security document. In court, Brown admitted to owning the guns, but claimed they were legal under the Second Amendment. Fair enough. He claimed federal agents planted the grenades and documents. That's fair enough as well. I would actually believe that at this point. Why? What's with the hand grenade thing? Seriously. That keeps coming up. Waco was started because a UPS driver said that the Branch Davidians were having hand grenades shipped to their residence. And in reality, they were decorative paperweights that they used for gun shows to demonstrate how nice their flak vest worked. Uh, yeah, hand grenades. Also, Duncan Lump, the human confidential source who went to his house the day before he was shot and killed by police officers, um, also brought a hand grenade and said, hey, 
How would we make this live? That would be awesome. What is it with these people on hand grenades, and why do they always seem to have them around? <clears throat> According to Brown, the document was his own work product related to the search for former U.S. Army infantryman Bo Bergdahl. I remember that story who deserted his post in Afghanistan and was held captive by the Taliban for more than four years before eventually being recovered, given his dishonorable discharge. So wait a minute here. According to Brown, the document was his own work product related to the search for former U.S. Army infantryman Bo Bergdahl, which Michael Hastings also wrote about this story. The guy was disenfranchised with the war because, I don't know, he, he was watching kids in the street being run over by tanks and said, this is not a good thing. I don't like being here. I want to leave. So, yeah, I, I remember that uh, very clearly. Federal judgment, uh, federal judge Susan Bucklew sentenced Brown to 87 months in prison Friday following, followed by three years of supervised release. In addition, he was ordered to forfeit the unregistered devices traceable to the offense, pay child support arrears of more than $21,000, and pay a special assessment of $525? They are literally making you pay them to steal your stuff. Bucklew recommended that he serve his time at either the Pensacola Federal Correctional Institute or at the Coleman Federal Correctional Institute in Sumter County. Decorated veteran, 48-year-old Brown was a decorated Army veteran who earned two Bronze Stars during his 20-year military career, 1992 to 2012. He became active with the Oath Keepers, a far-right paramilitary group. Okay... Far, define far right, because I know that they have people of color, men, women. I wouldn't be surprised if they were trans members. Yeah, um, shortly after the 2020 presidential election, and that's what led him to be outside the Capitol on J6. He never entered the Capitol and was never accused of doing anything violent that day. That's fascinating. It's almost like they just wanted to arrest him on something. Brown has been detained in Pinellas County Jail since his arrest because a federal judge said during his initial bond hearing that he posed a danger to law enforcement officials and that no condition or combination of conditions of release will reasonably assure the safety of any other person or the community. So he's a very dangerous man. Uh, from jail last year, Brown ran as a Republican for the Florida House District 62 seat located in parts of Hillsborough and Pinellas County against Democrat Michelle Rayner Goolsby. I'm not making that up. Goolsby. Uh, in what was an overwhelming Democratic-leaning district, he lost the race in November by nearly 40 percentage points. I think I kind of remember that, too, this dude running from jail. In his day of sentencing, as his day of sentencing grew closer in recent weeks, three Republican lawmakers from Pinellas County, U.S. Rep. and Luna, and Gus Bilicurus, Bil Bilicurus? 
uh, and Jacquois, uh, wrote letters to the court requesting leniency for Brown. To my knowledge, Mr. Brown has never committed a violent crime, is known for his stellar community reputation. Why were they even at his residence if he had never entered the Capitol and committed no violent act? Aside from, like, possibly, I don't know, planting evidence in his camper, why were they even there? What warranted the FBI to show up at his place and say, hey, we found this stuff in this this thing outside of your house <clears throat> that really anybody could have access to? I work at a campground. Those things are not secure. To my knowledge, Mr. Brown wrote, let's see here, blah, blah, blah. He asked that he can, she consider his lack of criminal record, his military service, and his exemplary behavior while incarcerated during the past when He ran a, uh, an election campaign that, I mean, granted, he has a lot of free time while he's waiting for the courts to do their things. But, um, you know, that takes a lot of dedication and work. And he's actually contributing towards the community by offering a better option than the assholes that they did elect. Uh, Mitch Perry has covered politics, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, this former Green Beret, uh, from what I'm seeing here, he had a paper on Bo Berdahl. Uh, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, this is a classified document. And he's like, nah, I was actually just kind of looking for the dude, but yeah. Um, fascinating story. I don't understand why he's, um, well, he had two hand grenades. Yeah. Uh, nobody can just get their hands on two hand grenades. I'm sorry. <clears throat> and, uh, that actually might be it for today. Uh, I do have, let's see here. Oh, a fresh missile attack on U.S. base in Syria. Yeah, this isn't the previous one. This is a new one. So, again, we're, we're still being attacked in Syria where we really shouldn't be to begin with. A new rocket attack is reportedly taking place against an American military base in the Kanako gas fields in eastern Syria near the city of... Dirazor. It seriously looks like um, Klingon, uh, 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 a city on the planet of Krypton. I I don't know. Uh, Dirazor. Okay. Uh, U.S. occupation forces have been coming under increased pressure and sporadic attacks from likely Iran-backed militant groups. It's also possible that forces linked to the Syrian government are seeking to force the Pentagon out of sovereign Syria territory. They're not wrong. Ambassador Ambassador Pineapple. <laughs> yeah. uh, few details were issued in the immediate aftermath, but the fresh attack comes after the biggest flare-up and tit-for-tat attacks between Iran-backed fighters and the U.S., which took place in the end of March. Those March rocket attacks left one U.S. contractor dead and at least six injured with that defense officials described as traumatic brain injuries which resulted from the blast. Great! More guys with head injuries coming back to the States. That's awesome. 
<clears throat> it seems that ever since China brokered a restoration of ties deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran, the rocket and drone assaults on U.S. positions have intensified. Wow, I'm so glad they're able to figure that out for themselves. Because I didn't notice that right away. For years, U.S. forces have occupied the majority of oil and gas installations in Syria and East as part of a broader Washington effort to choke the Assad government into submission. That's called stealing. Yes, we're still stealing Syrian oil. Uh, this has been well documented. There's an article about it on the collapseexperiment.com if you'd like to look it up for yourself. Yes, we are stealing the oil of Syria while we're there. Uh, it has nothing to do with overthrowing Assad. It's just how much can we milk this puppy for all that is worth. Syria and Iran have remained defiant, however, and could be seeking to impose enough of a cost on U.S. forces as to pressure Washington and the American public to desire a pullout from the region. We tried to do that. Trump wanted to get the bleep out of Syria. And then the Pentagon was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, you know, we really don't have that many people there. Um, and if we leave, then bad stuff might happen, blah, blah, blah. Use big words. And Trump's just like, uh, okay, um, cheeseburger. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they lied to Trump after Trump said, we're leaving Syria. It sucks. It's a shithole. Don't like it. Uh, don't have enough oil. Nope. Sorry. And then the Pentagon stepped in and said, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be keeping this. So yeah, um, breaking missile attack targets the American base in Kaniko gas field east of Deir Azor. So yeah, that that is also happening. As for my Substack, I do have a new post on there. Um, <laughs> Twitter seems to have a problem with the title, which is <clears throat> McVeigh's messed out new Jello wrestling. Yes, it's about Oklahoma City. Uh, Timothy McVeigh and some of the fun facts that I learned while listening to a podcast the other day and um, <clears throat> some of it really reinforced some of the suspicions that I had that were not being brought up for reasons I don't know um, I'm going to have to actually look into some of this stuff myself but um, yeah and then there's Yes, there is nude jello wrestling. That that was a thing. That was that was loosely associated with the Oklahoma City bombing. I I kid you not. It's like if Trailer Park Boys was based on domestic terrorism. It's that's that's the level of like depravity that uh, that this story has it's it's hilarious i i thought it was just amazing enough to uh to write about so you can go check that out at my Substack. there's also a link to it at the collapseexperiment.com if you can't find it on Substack, don't know why you wouldn't be able to but apparently uh twitter has an issue with this post being shared so yeah um anyways that's about it for me today holy crap going on 45 minutes 
So yeah, that is it for me today. I've got some things to do around the house before I pick up one of my kids and uh, keep on typing.